Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Double D20s. My name is Tori, and I'm one of your co-hosts. Shalina and I are trapped on opposite sides of an interdimensional portal, so until we can get this thing straightened out, we're going to have to be doing the intros and outros separately. Right in on to the disclaimers, we had some technology issues recording this and next week's episode, so if you hear a crunch or two, please forgive us. But having listened to the audio for over 24 hours, I can tell you it's nothing too offensive on the ears. We appreciate your endless support, and without further ado, enjoy the show! Welcome to episode, oof, episode five, season one, Flower Brands, woo woo woo, halfway through, how, how we feeling? Excited. Feeling like you went to a show and got a tank. I mean, yeah. That, it, that is events that happened in the plot. I got you, remembering things. So save us for that um, whole uh, campaign recap, but last episode's recap, we chatted in the hotel about some plans to engage in some fun adult-appropriate times. Uh-huh. And we went to the meet and greet, met some quirky characters, some fun ones, some nice ones, some a little bit more off-putting. We gotta order them hats. Yeah, yeah, we gotta do that. But, you know, we met one, uh, one off-putting character that had a box of dead animals confiscated from them at the entrance. And they were, but they couldn't remember anything. Barely remember their name. So they were escorted to, you know, customer service to, like, figure things out later. And now we're at later. And we ended the episode off with... Some cute little moments between Ness and Blake. Ever OTP? I don't think you can claim that. I can claim it. It's my. It's my OTP. Is that narcissistic? Because I'm one of the uh, characters in the OTP. Maybe a little bit. You're like one of the characters in half of the band's romance. Like two thirds, actually. True. That's a true statement. That's yeah. not wrong. And yeah, if you didn't listen to what. Uh, last week's episode. It is a good one. Definitely go listen to that. We left off with Ness and Blake in their little moment. We are going to completely cut away from that. So let's see. Astrid, Emerald, and Billy went to go check out the lady. Mm, yeah. Yes. And then Cal and Milo were off doing something as well. Velociraptor things. <laughs> That's all I know. Wait, wait. Okay, if I remember correctly, we're getting the we're checking the box, and then Cal was going to the person, right? I have no idea. You all left me alone with a crowded room of fans, so I turned into a velociraptor and started hurting them like a sheepdog. Right, and then I think Cal was supposed to go check on the person who brought the box, and then we were supposed to go to the box. I think. Yes. If the, if I understood correctly, that's what's happening. I think that's right. Yes. Okay. So we're gonna we're gonna jump to Cal and Milo then. Oh yeah, we must Velociraptor and Milo. <laughs> Chaos friends. So you guys, you guys are moving 
moving through the little convention center that you're in for the meet and greet and then also later for the concert you're still i'm assuming once you leave the meet and greet you're still you're still Velociraptor. She is sprinting down the hall in Velociraptor form, and then like hopping on her feet, waiting for Milo to catch up. And then as soon as they do, Velociraptor is taking off again, even if it's the wrong direction. Milo, quite a couple times, is gonna be like, "No, wait, we gotta go. It's it's, it's right. It's right." And just <laughs> the other way. They're gonna like try to run as they try to correct you in the direction so that you don't have to wait as long at the end of the hallway. <laughs> so you guys are gonna kind of be brought to another one of these like little side conference rooms because it's a big convention center where the lady from before is sitting in a chair. She uh, has is kind of being crowded in a way by people that are clearly staff of the convention center. But none of them really know why they're crowding her. You notice that uh, Safidi Oktay is there. And she's like kind of just there as like, she got a text. Something's happening. Somebody from the label needed to come. Yeah. So that's kind of what you walk into with Milo. Milo is going to kind of like book it kind of straight to Safidi. Because Milo's like, I know that person. That person will be able to tell me what's going on. Al follows. And is just like tilting her little turkey-sized velociraptor head. So Safini is going to be like, oh, so I got a text from Billy. I'm assuming that's why you guys are here as well. Something with a box that was brought in. Cal just barks. Uh, Milo is going to, they're going to be like, and they're like, yeah, you know, there was some ladies coming in a little weird, and Billy was keeping a close eye on her. You know, she took a picture. We have that picture, but like, I guess we don't need it to identify her because she's here, which, you know, <laughs> she's here. So, I mean, that's a good step in the right direction. But I'm not really sure what's going on. Uh, they didn't tell me much. They just told me to like come check on her, see how she's doing. I'm not really the person for these types of situations. To be fair, I haven't found a situation I'm good in yet, but I'm working on it, you know? <laughs> While Milo is going on that weirdly, like, self-insulting, like, ramble, Cal is just going to trot over in Velociraptor form and, like, go up to the lady. She is kind of, like, nobody's really talking to her. So, and it's been a couple minutes since anybody's interacted with her, and they're more just kind of, like, around her. It's almost like there's a bomb in the center of the room, and they're like... We have to <laughs> we have to wait for something to happen to do something. So she's obviously she's gonna be a little bit thrown off guard, I think, initially by just a velociraptor. But there's a certain sense of like, oh, I saw you earlier. You were nice to me. I don't know if you're dangerous yet because you're a velociraptor. <laughs> but she's kind of just gonna be like, gonna like give a little wave and then realize that it. She's almost in a way like interacting with an animal. Like, gonna hold out her hand. Velociraptor shakes her hand. <laughs> just gets as close as needed for, like, the little tiny arm. And just, well, I mean, they have better arms than, like, T-Rexes, but not great. But as close as she needs and, like, fully shakes it like a human. Or a half-orc, in this case. I don't think she'll shake back. She's more thrown off guard. She was expecting, like, a sniff, maybe. She's like gonna like just kind of let her hand be shaken, and then she's gonna be like, "Do you talk? Do you understand me?" 
Velociraptor barks and nods her head. <laughs> okay, I'm assuming then you kind of know what's going on in terms of like what's happening. Can a Velociraptor shrug? That is my question. The closest approximation to a shrug is given by Colossoraptor. They can shrug. Do they have shoulders? Yeah. I don't know the anatomy of Velociraptor. Pretty sure they have something akin to shoulders. Yeah, so yeah, the Velociraptor can shrug. And she's gonna be like, okay, I don't I don't I don't know anything. That's what I keep telling them and she's gonna like kinda like awkwardly make eye contact with the hotel staff that are like clumped up around her. And she's gonna be like How points at herself and then holds up two fingers like me too. <laughs> Uh, she's like, cool, cool. So we're both, we're both confused. Emphatically nodding at this point. Do you like have some place you need to be, or are you just chilling in here with me as like backup for these guys? Colossoraptor pantomimes drumming. You know what? I can Colossoraptor have her drumsticks on her, please. Yeah, I feel like I feel like maybe you have like a little little utility belt that people have made for you. That like whenever you turn into Colossoraptor, you just gotta. They like whip it out and put it on you. She like pulls out the drumsticks and she's like tapping her feet to beat and she's going like like just air drumming in front of her and like bang- banging her head. Um, yeah, I think this lady is going to like kind of burst out into a full on laugh because she's been really confused <laughs> and just like people have been acting like something's wrong with her. And you know that feeling like when you're like kind of out of it and you're like people all around are like, what's going on? What do you do it? Like. Tell me, tell me what's happening right now. Um, so she's in a lab because it's like a really surreal moment. Because it's like, this is the first time I've been physically present because of a loss or after it's drumming in front of me. And she's just be like, oh, so you're, you're like in the band. You're the drummer? Emphatically nodding and like, as best as a velociraptor can, like lifting up the sticks and like hitting them together, like a countdown or a count in. Um, yeah, your concert starts soon, doesn't it? Like, <laughs> how, do that, how does that work mechanically? Is it like a hologram? Another shrug is given. Just like a, uh, I um, <laughs> no, we're good for now. Yeah, just a shrug. She's just gonna like vibe with this person until it's time to go like do music. Do you want to do like a, like a, I guess perception check to see if you can hear the conversation that Milo and Safini are having about what's going on. Sure, that's a 24. So the woman, it seems her name is Yeleni. They don't know her last name. She would probably give it if she was honestly like pressed just a little bit more. But you can tell that she's kind of like a closed off person in general. But um, yeah, her name is and Lenny, she doesn't have a ticket to the concert. She's not registered as an attendee. The ticket that she does have is under the na- last name of Woodleaf, but not anyone that you would know. And so right now they're just trying to figure out why she came here and like why she doesn't remember anything about why she's here, why she needs the box. They're waiting on like real life version of like an EMT. Like... <laughs> And just waiting on like emergency magical services. <laughs> oh my god, emergency magical technician. <laughs> We're canonizing that. that. I do have one thing that. Okay, perfect. I do have one thing Cal could do. 
just to like cast like lesser restoration if there's something affecting her no unfortunately unfortunately the the thing that would kind of absolve the effect of this whatever's on her is greater ah not not strong enough (laughs) not great enough um (laughs) yeah i'm a failure is what you're telling me i get it no. Colossoraptor like listens in. She's like, I'm just a band member. It's not my place to press people. I'm not an interrogator. So she's just vibing with this potentially dangerous, confused person who brought dead animals to our concert. Which now that I think about it, I'm a little worried about. But like Cal's not. I am, but like Cal's just like, yeah. So about like I say honestly, Milo Milo's a pretty efficient, efficient person. They're like, all right, I go in, I get the information I need, I see if I can help. No, I can't do anything. Uh, about now, you have, like, maybe, like, an hour until the concert. So Milo is going to kind of walk up to you. Uh, they're going to bend down because uh, the woman's sitting in a chair and they kind of want to, like, look at her eye to eye. They're going to just, like, ask her some general questions. Like, what's your name? How are you feeling? You know, is there anything that you remember? Is there anything that we can get you in this moment? Like water, food, is there any place you need to be? Anyone that we can contact for you? And you know, she's just like kind of giving general questions or answers in terms of like, my name's Janelle. No, I don't really have any like family in the area. I have some friends that are like in the next city over kind of not giving any specifics to names or places um and then milo's gonna turn to you and is gonna be like are you are you ready to get going we've got to head like down towards where the risers are so that we can get ready to go on stage she you know emphatically nods again sorry so yeah milo is gonna take you down into the convention center there is um you guys are going to kind of go through are you doing the same sort of like little runny thing oh yeah 100 percent. she's got this for like an hour hour long like total i think so it's probably about to run out oh three hours three hours yeah (laughs) so you know you still got a little bit of time cool so milo is going to take you down into like the inner parts of the convention center and then out again because there is um a performance set up attached to that it's gonna take you out and down so you're gonna kind of be like on the basement level there is this walkway that you have to get to that essentially like sort of clumps everybody into one of those parts of stages that just like the artists just like slowly rise up as they enter they are taking you there right now they're taking you to that kind of area so that you can test the riser and then do the sound check and then get ready so we're gonna we're gonna cut we're gonna switch yeah sounds good okay so we're gonna move to astrid emerald and billy the dad and his two kids and then two idiots (laughs) yeah and then two idiots that's that's the vibes for these episodes for this episode um yeah so billy is going to take you to the customer service area of the convention center so you're going to kind of go more central to where people are coming in um both like tech mostly right now it's technicians and crew getting ready for like sound check you see a lot of security a lot more than was at your last con the people that were like at the meet and greet there is a restaurant within the convention center that they're all kind of grabbing dinner at because it's like included in their little meet and greet package or whatever and they're like some people are like waiting outside um there's some tables kind of gathering around so as you guys are coming out people are like seeing you and like trying to interact with billy is being billy though and like even the nicest looking fan billy's gonna like we've got places to be 
So like probably like as you're as like you kind of like follow Billy, you're just like sorry, <laughs> gotta go. Um, because Billy's like on a mission. Like shit's going down in Billy's brain. But yeah, so he's gonna take you to customer service. There is gonna be like a coat check person who honestly could not care less about whatever is happening right now. They, you know, had to check all of the belongings at meet and greet, and they were told to like stop, like take anything that looks suspicious, and then tell somebody about it. And like they're like, I did my job. I'm gonna sit on my phone and just kind of exist in this tiny little room that I'm forced to be in for many hours of a day. I mean, fair. That's totally fair. Yep. <laughs> like, this is a job, like, this pays minimum wage. They're like, this pays the bills. <laughs> so Billy's going to kind of come in, not so much, like, Billy's Billy's not a rude guy, but he's not, like, super, like, saving face kind of guy. He's going to be like, he's going to come in, he's going to be like, where is it? And, you know, they're going to be like... You mean, and he was like, the box, you know, the one with the thing. Like, we're, we're here to check it out. He's going to be like, I'm from security. And so they're just going to go, like, hand it over. They're going to be like, here you go. And um, Billy is going to, like, take off his jacket and, like, kind of drape it over his arms and then let them place it in his arms. Because Billy's like, this is not something that we should probably be touching. Big is this box. It's not very big. If you were to, like, order a suit and have it shipped to your house, like, it'd be about that. But, like, taller. Okay, I think a better question for me was more, like, is it smaller than Emerald or bigger than Emerald? Yeah, I feel like that's what we should have led with. It's smaller than Emerald, for sure. Okay, cool. But Billy's gonna kind of take it, and then Billy's gonna be like, Billy's gonna kind of just, like, look to the kid and be like, do you want to, like, go get food and then come back so we can do this here? And the kid's gonna be like, yeah, yeah, I don't <laughs> This guy looks like he could tell my boss what to do, so um, the kid is going to, like, pull the little shade down um, and just, like, walk around the side, put, like, a little be right back sign, <laughs> just, like, on the outside of the coat check, and kind of head off so that you guys have this, like, tiny little room. Billy's going to set the box back on the, like, counter of the coat check, but still on his jacket, almost like he's handling radioactive materials. Astrid's gonna roll up to it and just open it without thinking. Uh, you're just gonna you're just gonna open it. Yeah, open it. Why not? I mean, it's not gonna explode or anything. Well, even if it did, it's too late. I already opened it. <laughs> Astrid said, "Kill me, God, you coward." Emerald is just watching this whole thing like in horror. Like Emerald was fully like coming up with a plan, and Astrid just goes for it. Emerald's just horrified. <laughs> Billy's gonna be like, "What are you doing?" What's it look like? I'm opening the box. I mean, I know that's what you're doing, but like, what are you not thinking? Astrid, what if, what if there was like an explosive in there? What if it was like, you know, that Tylenol thing that happened like 20 years ago? What if it was like that? Here's the thing. Two things. I was thinking, I was thinking I'm gonna open the box. And the second thing was, if it wasn't explosive, the kid handing it to you and you grabbing it, I'm pretty sure it would have went off. Could have been booby trap. Or 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 when the lady carrying it in. Like it's been passed around. Like it, there could have been dangerous things that happened. Why the fuck would you bring half of the band to check out a fucking possibly explosive <laughs> box and then be worried about it after the fact? Like Billy. <laughs> Here's the thing. 
I was thinking it way earlier when when Troy was like, <laughs> okay, you two and Billy are going to go check out the box. And I'm like, is that the smartest plan? I get why it's being done. It's for story. It's so that we get to see these things. Listen. But at the same time, I'm like, Billy, come on. <laughs> Emerald is just watching this interaction between Astrid and Billy just absolutely horrified. Just like fully like jaw dropped, just kind of floating there. Just like, okay, all right, this is happening. As this is happening, and Billy probably starts talking to the aunt to Astrid again. Astrid's full on gonna, like, peer over into the box to see what all the commotion is about. And then as she's looking in the box, she, she'll just go, you okay over there, Emerald? So, um, uh, what's, what's it looking like in the box? <laughs> the first thing that you get is, like, an awful smell. Like, it just fills up the tiny room that you're in. From what you can tell, this box it was, like, kind of insulated, so that this, like, you know when, like, how your water bottle keeps your water cold? It This box was built to keep the smell inside, so that if, like, nobody opened it, they wouldn't know. Fully just decomposing critters. There's, like, a couple of bugs that, like, one that, like, flies around and kind of, like, gets out. And escapes. But you know what I mean. Flies away. <laughs> the next story is about that bug. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh my god, wait a minute. <laughs> no. Uh, brain. Focus. Sorry. Sometimes my Sometimes I just come up with the most outlandish thing. And then I have to like. Emotionally deal with what my brain just. Created. And right now it's playing a movie of that bug's life. Oh, that poor, poor bug. It had a family, didn't it? Oh, so I was saying, did the bug have children? <laughs> a great job. He was a father. He's in a completely different area, and the whole movie is about him finding his way back home. My goodness. It's mainly like squirrels. Um, and, like, little ferrets and things. Things that don't look like they were even living in the same area. And not like they were killed in the same way. Like, a couple things look like roadkill. Other things look like, you know, somebody, like, I don't know, took a butcher knife and just, like, kind of went ham on it. <laughs> um, nothing about what is in the box. Like, well, I mean, you want to make an insight check on it before I say that? 21. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're good. So nothing in, like, in the box looks like it's there to set off anything, like a spell or a trap. You can see that it has almost like a shipping label. So there is no sender address, but it is addressed specifically to Astrid and the rest of Flower Brains. Hold on, does it specifically say Astrid and the Flower Brains? It says Astrid and the rest of Flower Brain. World looks in this and goes, "Oh, so um, I think this was kind of mostly for you then. So, uh, if you wanna, if you wanna be the one to, you know, look at this, I can. I'm fine from looking, you know, from a distance. If you wanna take, you know, yep, nope, not doing this one alone." And she just grabs Emerald's wrist and like, "Yeah, Emerald just doesn't really fight it." And is like, "Yeah, okay." Kind of back to the insight check. What you would have gotten from it is that. Whatever's in the box is meant as, like, 
one of those kind of like twisted gifts and not like a set or any physical harm. Astrid's just a, you know, well, not the weirdest gift I've gotten, but it up there. Dead animals is not the weirdest gift you've gotten? Yeah. No, no. Astrid, honey, are you good? Please tell me the weirdest gift you've gotten is from Nest. <laughs> it is. I was just thinking that. And I, um, Astrid, just you. Know, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm fine. I'm great. No, because like I wanna, I wanna circle back to this just for like a quick, a quick second. So you got a gift worse than a box of dead animals yep. that looked like they were specifically killed mm-hmm. or collected to give to you you got you got a gift worse than that correct and what what would that be what would that be hun because like i gotta talk i gotta talk to milo then because you weren't supposed if you got to give worse than that you're not supposed to see it i mean i probably was i probably didn't need to see it but have you met milo like no i know it was bound to happen well, that's the thing, is, like, it's not supposed to happen. Like, honestly, the only reason that I brought you here to look at these is because you guys met her before, like, they told us about this. Like, I got it as you were, inter- I got the info as you were interacting with her. So, if there was, like, some spell or something that she was trying to do to you, this might have been a component in it. And I wanted to make sure we... I mean, she didn't hurt us. I mean, you know? Um, she's weird, but I don't know. She seemed pretty harmless to me. I just... It feels weird. Like, beyond creepy fan behavior. Yeah, I mean, especially the fact that um, she didn't know why she was there, or why she had the box, or what was in the box. All of it was weird. Like, I can can tell you this. She was telling the truth when she told people that she did not know why she had the box or why she was here. It is weird, but I also don't think she wanted to hurt us. No, and I'm not not saying that I'm worried about her. Not really. Because I don't... This feels... Whatever's happening, this box, and between, like... The last concert and every it feels very urgent and very like it does and i think well like the bigger question though isn't her i don't think it's who sent her who gave her this box and sent her i think that's who we're worried about not not her i gotta be honest kids i don't know like i'm not equipped to handle this but i feel like everybody's looking to us and to you guys to know what's going on like, hell, you guys look to us to know what's going on. I don't, I don't know what's happening. Astra, do you know anyone that would want to send you a box of dead birds and squirrels? I mean, there's probably a few people that do. One of them maybe be in Ness as a sick joke, but I don't think she'd know that. Far. <laughs> other, other, other than Ness, like, there may be a few people, but I mean... Okay, Ness is weird. Hold on, hold on. Ness is weird, but I don't think Ness would send us dead animals. And especially, like, because she is part of us, she wouldn't send dead animals to a group that includes herself. Like, that's even weird for Ness. Come on. 
Yeah, and that's why I said it probably isn't this. Right, but you said probably. You you used the word probably. Well, I mean, remember how I said it was a weirder gift? Like, remember how I said I got a weirder gift than this? Yeah. It was Ness. Do I want to know? Do no. I, I want to know? You know details? what? I will let Ness tell you that. That'll be a conversation for later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but no, anyways, other than that, I mean, I've gotten some hate mail, but I mean, Milo always took it. He never really let me see that. So. You saw the weird gift from Ness, but you didn't see the hate mail? Milo said, This is from Ness. <laughs> <laughs> Milo be doing the most and the least at the same time. And I love that for them. Yes. <laughs> I can't. I'm losing it. <laughs> so what do we do now then? We've got a box of dead animals. Mm-hmm. And we've got a confused woman who brought the box of dead animals. Where did- what? I know- I know somebody's- Oh, sorry. Astrid, did you have- did you have a plan? No, maybe it's better that you come up with the plan. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. But you know, I think kiddo, you you gotta sit down and think about who who would go to this extent. I am sitting. I'm in a wheelchair. <laughs> that's the best joke anybody's made so far. Thank you. I'm so glad you said that. That's- I didn't even think about it. Oh my fucking god! I love it. Especially because I've made that joke in real life multiple times. I'm so glad there was somebody who was able to make it in this campaign. Thank you, Emma. <laughs> yeah, no, I get more. <laughs> Once per episode, right? <laughs> so, what if it's not somebody we know? I mean, that's plausible, but why would it, why wouldn't, if it's not somebody that any of you know, why would they not just address it to the band as a whole? I don't know. Mm. That's a good question. I have no idea. So I know that they have like an EMT coming to try to do some like memory spells. I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I don't know how that works. But they're gonna like come and try to like help her remember essentially like I guess who she is, who she's been talking to. She knows her name, so that's good. But poor thing. Because I, I don't know. I just feel like there's something that we need to be doing before the concert starts so that we make sure that something like what happened last time doesn't happen again. Because what if this, like, I don't know. What if there was a box of dead animals at the first one that we missed? I don't know. How would, what would we even do? That's, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't know, Emerald. I'm stressed. Oh, God. Aren't you the security? You are the security person. I am a four foot fairy. What do you want from me? I'm not talking I'm not talking right now as Billy the security guard. Right now I'm talking Billy the person to Emerald the person. But I'm stressed and I don't know what's going on. Hey well if you really know we're fucking screwed. <laughs> Emerald's just looking at this and is like, oh shit, Billy's losing it. Actually Emerald messages Astrid with, oh shit, Billy's losing it. She just shakes her head. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the smell is hurting my head, and I'm gonna go take a breather. I feel like I'm not gonna leave you with a box of dead animals. 
what are we supposed to do with the animals? That's just, are we having like a burial for them? What What is the plan? I will play the bagpipes. I'll be honest, I don't, if you guys want to do a burial, we can, but like. I don't know, it just feels, it feels disrespectful to keep them in a box. I mean, I was going to throw them out. We all get put in boxes. I mean, a lot of people, not everyone, but like, don't most people get put in boxes when they die? Yeah, I guess. Not a shipping box. <laughs> not a shipping box. <laughs> I think on in terms of scale, the quality is similar for like a ferret. I agree. I think that's a good to scale. cardboard box from person to wood box. You know what I mean? Okay, but like this is a collective box for multiple animal. Cor- You're not even there. You're fully not here. And they got a group. They got a group on. <laughs> is that why they cremate people together? Mass burial, fifty percent off. All right. So Billy is going to be like, there should be a place that we can call to like make sure both medically and ethically that these animals like get whatever they need i don't think right now we have the brain nor manpower i'll hand the box over to the people from the label and i'm assuming they'll know what to do okay cool in the meantime i don't feel comfortable leaving any of you to your own devices in a matter of some something is happening. I mean, don't we have to get ready for the show anyways? Yeah, I mean, the show is soon. Yeah. So, I'm gonna send you, you know, like, you, wanna, you can, I guess, say your goodbyes, say some peace before I bring this box out. I'm, not, I'm gonna take a breath. I'm gonna go, like, stand outside this door and probably scream, but not make any noise. Um. Okay. Okay. And you guys let me know if you need anything, and then we'll head to where we get for sound check. Because that's in my brain the next thing that I can emotionally handle. And you know, maybe maybe I'll go call my girlfriend and see what I can do <laughs> to get me back to me. Yeah, yeah, Billy, you you take a moment. Take take a moment for you. Yeah, yeah, just take a moment. Um, and Billy's gonna step outside. And <laughs> why am I crying? <laughs> As he's, after he walks out of the door, I guess, closes, Astrid just turns the emerald and knows, Billy has a girlfriend? Apparently. When? I don't know, Billy loses his mind and this is the first time we learn anything about his life? Right, one, that's weird. Two, he's acting like Milo. He was supposed to be... Oh dear God, we have two Milos. He was supposed to be... The one that was supposed to figure everything out and keep everything, like, in check. And now he's like, I can't handle this. Girlfriend time. Like, we have, we have a possible security threat and we have two Milos. We have two Milos. Oh, Oh, no. Do we need, like, oh, I don't know. I don't know. In other words, it's just gonna get worse. And they're, they're gonna not know what to do. Yeah, this is going to be an interesting concert, isn't it? Yep. Cool. Um, so how long do we give Billy before we go looking for Billy? I mean, do we go looking for Billy? I mean, it- Wait, we could sneak out and- If not for our sake, maybe for his sake we should go looking for Billy? I don't know how I feel about us leaving Billy alone right now, you know? If he is Milo 2.0, we can't leave him alone. No, we really can't. Have you ever left Milo alone? Well, the first time I left him alone, he was staring in the window at your house. 
So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Well, my parents' house, but yeah. So maybe we shouldn't leave Billy alone for too long. Um, So Billy has a girlfriend. Billy has a girlfriend. You know what? Hold it. And then she's going to get on her phone. And so does Billy have any kind of social media? Like, you look at his Facebook friends, or fi- what would it be? It'd be like fantasy book. <laughs> Billy has a suspiciously low number. It's in like double digits. Like, it's like 13. We didn't get him some friends. Yeah, this is sad. Okay, a minute. And in those 13, is there like girlfriend? I don't know what I'm trying to say. You're, you're looking for a photo of Billy's girlfriend? Yes. Um, Emerald's looking over Astrid's shoulder right now. Like, Emerald is full on just like... This is more important. There's not a lot of photos. Like, there's even less photos than there are that Billy has friends. Um, there's a total of, like, maybe five photos, and three of them are with the band. And then he has he has one of just his face, but it's, like, clearly that, like, slightly low angle... <laughs> It's like taking too far away. Sunglasses on in a truck. Oh no. Is that one where like you can kind of see up it? Can you like kind of see up his nose a little more than you want to? Is it one of those? Yeah. Oh no. The ones with the band are like there's one that's just him and you guys. There's one with like him and you guys and Milo and Blake. And then there's one of Billy at like a bar or something with slightly um larger group of people and you can see that his arm is like slung over a human woman that's like about like 511 510 okay great is this picture tagged is there a tag of like her no but none of the pictures are tagged billy can't figure out none okay well what i can make sure okay i feel like astrid being astrid now that she's thinking this is the woman. He's gonna go to his friends and see if any of the faces match with, or any of the profile pictures match with that face. But do not, do not give me a piece of Millie's life and then not expect Astrid to go hunting for that. And this is your fault for mentioning the girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, you find a profile for Genesis Dent. Ooh, Emerald sees that and is like, oh, look, huh, Genesis Dent. All right, Billy's got a girlfriend. I'm going to click on the profile. Give me more info. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it is uh, just a medium brown haired human woman. Um, She's slightly older. She looks to be like a professor of some kind. He kind of dresses in that very like bookish style where it's like every occasion is a blazer occasion. Here's a couple more photos. If you scroll into not necessarily photos posted to her feed, but photos added to an album, you can find like 20 or so photos of just her and Billy at different locations. Like at a bar, at the movies, you can tell that her angles are better than Billy's. And um, you see, you see one photo that is them like out in front of like a little house that has a sign on it. Please, during this show, all this to Emerald and me, like, how long? I have questions for him. All this time, we've known Billy, and we've never really known Billy. Okay, but was that on us or him? Maybe the responsibility and the blame is shared a little bit. Would it be creepy if I just said her name? It was like, yo. How's Genesis doing? It would. It would be a little weird. Maybe we should go find Billy. Right. Okay. Maybe we should. Yeah, I think we should go find Billy. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so Ashley's coming to put her phone away, and then I think Brock to find Billy. Mm-hmm. Are we leaving the box here? Yeah, I'm not taking a box of dead animals with me. I mean, you can leave it here. They had it at Kochak. Okay, we'll leave it here. Yeah, I'm not taking that. Cool, so we go off and find Billy. Alrighty, yeah, Billy Billy step was right outside. Literally right outside the door. Oh, okay, cool. Oh, wow. Cool, could he, could he hear the whole conversation? No, the walls were pretty thick. Okay. Um, and he was busy kind of focusing on the phone, like, dead silent. Silently screaming. Amazing. Perfect. And you hear a voice on the other side of the phone go, It's gonna be alright. Everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> just keep screaming. Take a take some breaths in there. Emerald just like looks and just very slowly is just like, Hey Billy, how's it going? <laughs> no, a- after Emerald says that Esther just hears, Hi, Genesis. Oh, no, no. Emerald fully just like slapped Ashton's <laughs> back. So in the narrative events that happened, Billy stops screaming. Ashton goes, Hey, Genesis, pizza! <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. You're just gonna hear a voice from the other side of the phone go, Hello, Billy? Billy, you've got, it sounds like you've got people there with you. Are you good now? You know, can you, can you do the whole thing for me? Can we start from the top, hun? And he's like, you hear him, like, he's like doing the, um, like five things you can see. <laughs> Four things you can hear. He's like, it's like the floor, the walls, <laughs> but like into the phone. And he's gonna be like, all right. He's gonna be like, all right, gotta go. Bye. I love you. I was just putting the phone away before he hangs up. Ashton just goes, I hope you're doing well, bye! But he's gonna hang up for the phone, and he's gonna turn, and he's just gonna go, you're not allowed to tell Callan that. <laughs> just start talking. She gets, she gets at her phone, and, the, and just messages them. Bill's had girlfriend, her name's this, she's a professor, da 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 Emerald goes, you know you can't trust that she's not gonna tell Callan Ness. Already then. Right. You know... It's my support system, so it's just getting me through the day. Yeah, you know, like, we realized we've known you for a while, and we've just never really known you, you know? So this is, maybe this is good for us. I mean, yeah, I mean, you guys are, like, the closest things I have to friends. Yeah, yeah, so maybe it's a good thing that, you know, we're getting to know about more about you, you know? You you don't, like, you don't know anything, like, you... I mean, you know, my name's Billy. You know, I work in security. And now we know you have a girlfriend. Girlfriend, and that we're your only friends. Yeah, we've got we've got a few things there. I mean, yeah, like you know, like you know, some of my favorite foods. Like we go out to. Eat. I order the same thing. Yeah, cheeseburger. Oh fuck! I thought it was muted. Still, my bad. Ness, you're not there. And it's a Reuben. <laughs> Actually, it's an Italian sub with extra capicola. Thank you. <laughs> So, um, glad we're getting this, you know, get to know Billy time. Um, so what's the plan now? Do we go sound check? Uh, you know, I had, I had a moment to clear my head. You guys are going to do sound check. Um, I am entrusting Blake and Milo to make sure that you guys are safe and get to where you need to go after sound check. Oh dear. Okay. I am going, I'm going to find Safiti and I'm going to try to figure out what's going on at a label, an industry perspective 
so that that way I know like where's our next step. Because obviously our immediate next step is this, is you guys are going to perform. And everything's going to go fine, and it's going to go perfect. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Yeah, we're going to have a good show. It's, it's going to be a good show. You guys are going to be great, and my two co-workers are going to do the job better than they've ever done, and that I believe is physically capable of them. Mm-hmm. Yep, we have faith in Milo. We have faith in Milo today, don't we? Yep, okay. Right, of course. That's what we gotta do. And then... Yep. Mm-hmm. We're going to get back on the bus. And then hopefully I will have news about what we do from there. Okay, cool. I guess it's time for a sound check. Woo, sound check. All right, let's go. Billy is just going to like pull turn so that he cannot look at you. <laughs> kind of in the sense where like he'll start walking and then he'll slow down a little bit because he can no longer sense that you are immediately within one feet of <laughs> one foot of him. Is there what is there anything you're doing as you're walking through the convention center? It's an awfully long walk. Emerald is just flying as fast as their little wings will take them to keep up with Billy. So, um, yeah, if there are you are we talking at all on the walk? Are we saying anything? <laughs> Billy's not, very clearly. I don't think Emerald is. I think Emerald is just flying, just trying to keep up with Billy. Right, right. So Astrid is in a bombard Billy with questions about his girlfriend, the photo angles, and his Facebook page. Billy is gonna, uh, not really answer any questions about the photos of the Facebook page, but he'll talk about Genesis. He'll tell you anything you want to know. Right. Um, I'm not right now, because we're moving forward, but later, I'm gonna get Tori to send me a bunch of facts. <laughs> okay, yeah. So we're gonna cut. <laughs> you guys are booking it towards the center. Nash, you and Blake jumped out a window to go get food. Yeah. Did you stay relatively close to the convention center? Yeah, we wouldn't have went far. Just somewhere you can get like a burger. Okay. I'm assuming it was fast food, and then you guys are like kind of on your way back. Not not fast food, but it was like a Five Guys. You went to um. Fantasy Five Guys, which is uh, Five Orcs. Yeah, one to five orcs. Yes! You guys heading, your, heading back into the convention center. Probably, honestly, you'll probably find, un- unless you're going back in the window that you jumped out of. No, yeah, probably not. Probably <laughs> not? Okay. Just gonna walk through the front door. <laughs> Hope I don't find Billy. Not trying to get yelled at. No, Dad, I didn't leave. Based on the timing, I would say that uh, probably you would, like, I have just missed them kind of going out that way. Blake is going to take you a different way because Blake's going to take you the way that like he went to go check the stage. She was like, this is the, this is the way they want you to go because this is the way I go. So, but you quickly notice that it is like the weirdest collection of random turns. And like you fully just walk through a boardroom that has like a meeting going on in it. Um, to get through, like, through another hallway that's, like, kind of going the opposite way. You know those ones that happen like that. And so you all are kind of convening at where the stage rises up for soundcheck. That's really the only way to get onto the stage, aside from, like, you know, jumping over the barrier and hopping on stage yourself and going in. But that's the only way from inside the convention center to get onto the stage. There's three ways... And you're all kind of coming up each on a different way, you know, 
your individual bodyguard doing their thing. <laughs> Billy not not talking. Milo talking too much. And Blake, you know, Blake is just kind of like chilling. She like kind of wraps her fingers around your wrist and is like kind of like pulling you along. Not really saying anything, just keeping you close. As you guys sort of all convene at this like little center point you get just a glimpse of each other like kind of around the same time you know some people are walking quicker before like these like thick metal doors clearly meant to like prevent people from getting into the stage during the performance quickly shuts and each of you are just trapped out of where you immediately get to billy is gonna immediately just like hold out his hands stop and then Billy's gonna turn, like, towards you. And then he's gonna, like, walk around everyone and Astro and hands out and, like, just kind of, like, he's just trying to, like, keep everything from whatever's coming from the front, whatever's coming from the back. He's trying to keep it all intact. Milo? Man, like, gone. Milo's like, that wasn't supposed to happen. We're supposed to go in there. I think Billy may have... No, I got the time right. Like, Milo's just, like, confused. They don't know what's happening. Um, Blake is just, like, Blake is kind of also just, like, on edge. Immediately on a wall. Blake is gonna, like, tug your hand and sort of pull you behind her. But she's also gonna, like, walk up to... It's, they're almost like um, storage unit doors that come down and kind of like lock into place. And she's gonna go up to it and try to tug on it and try to like lift it up. So this is, I'll send a picture in the group chat, but you're essentially like all sort of facing the same direction, but now you can't see any, any of each other. Do I have my base? Um, probably. If you had it at the meet and greet. Well, I'm gonna say I always have it because I took it everywhere with me throughout the whole. Okay. Because that's like my whole weapon. I'm assuming you would all have, like, individually with you whatever you would have for the soundtrack. So, like... Yeah, so, like, Emerald's got their guitar, for sure. Mal has drumsticks. And I have a microphone, apparently. What is that? Um, what do you mean? That's the diagram of the setup. Can you explain it, please? Yeah. For, for our viewers at home, we were given an incomplete wagon wheel. Thank you. That's I was like, what does this look like? Because it's nothing I've seen. Right. So what the hell is this shit? Hold on. Does that say stage to soup? Stage <laughs> Why does it say soup? Hey. <laughs> I've been ruined. I can't. It's a setup. And it's just a cross for the tea. No, that says soup. That's that's a... Kayla, come here. I'm literally crying. <laughs> <laughs> Just so our, our our viewers know, I have legitimate tears in my eyes. I'm laughing so hard. <laughs> Just announce it. What does that say? Right, right there. Yes. Please. Page two. <laughs> <laughs> it says soup, Tori. What is it supposed to say? Stage to setup. No fucking way. <laughs> I don't. I can't. I've lost my ability to function right now. That broke me. Oh my gosh. Listen, I try my hardest. But just so our listeners understand what just happened, we received a map, a map, I'm using that term loosely, from Tori, that um, is labeled, and it says, stage to soup. Like, S-O-U-P, soup. I'm wrong. Tori claims it says set up. Tori claims it says set up. It says soup. 
It's supposed to say setup. In fact, it does not. And now I'm gonna need a, like, we're coming up through the bottom of, like, a soup bowl. And then when we <laughs> reach the top, <laughs> we're just standing on, like, soup or soup cans, something. Okay, mm-hmm. alright. I'm ready to fuck up some soup. I mean, monsters. <laughs> we're good. We've recovered. Back to my very, very well-made diagram. <laughs> yeah, so each of you are all in, like, a very narrow hallway with just, like, a garage-style door in front of you. You can not You can kind of hear each other in terms of like you you know that you know where everybody is because you all saw each other before the doors closed and you can hear like voices they're kind of muffled but you probably aren't like able to hear directly what anybody else is saying okay so i'm gonna facetime or whatever the equivalent is in fantasy world to that i'm gonna leave that up to tori the name uh everybody to figure out what I can't tell. Does it have a phone? I love her inability to use technology and how it fucks everyone. So we can at least get a hold of Ness. We can at least get a hold of Ness, though, but not Cal. Wait, is is Milo with Cal? Oh yeah, Milo is with Cal. And then I'm in if whatever it is FaceTime and have him join instead. Yeah. Okay, we're gonna like boop boop boop. You're gonna be a little FaceTime call. Milo's gonna be like, Hey, Astrid, how you doing? I'm not sure. Huh? Let me think. Oh yeah, locked in a place. Oh, you, you too. Yeah, all, all of us. What's, what's going on? Oh, I, I, I don't know. Hal wants to wild shape again. No, no, no. Focus. Into a giant goat. Okay. Cal's got a plan. Okay. <laughs> I will allow it. Ness wants to make like a investigation check to see if uh, she can open the door somehow or something. Oh my God, please. But. She's still gonna ram the garage door with her horns. Wait a minute. Like she's gonna back up, run, and bam. Roll, roll to attack. It's gonna be an ace. It's it's probably like I'll say it's stone. I'll say it's a stone door. This first. That is a thirteen to hit a door. It's a stone is an AC of seventeen, so you do not do not hit the door. Oh God! What? I feel like I should just be hitting it with. Yeah, glass has an AC of thirteen. I feel like with the speed she just ran into this fucking door with, she's immediately out of wild shape after that. <laughs> no problem. Like rubbing her head, but they're like actually made of metal. Yeah, I was like, they're two very different things. Right, like, are they stone doors for, like, stat purposes? or are they- Yeah, they're stone for stat purposes, but they're metal doors. Oh, okay. Okay, because I was like, god damn it, I have mold earth. <laughs> no, 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 they're stone for stat purposes. I asked you a question and you ignored me. Oh, what was your question? I asked if I could obligation check to see if I can open the door. Yes. Or to see if there's, like, a lever or anything to open the door. I just like to think while everyone's trying to figure out a plan, you all hear a loud just funk and then ow. Oh yeah, Emerald's just gonna like take Astrid's phone for a second and be like, Cal, you good? <laughs> You're just gonna hear like, no. Okay. <laughs> and then I return Astrid's phone. Dirty 20. Yeah, so Ness, with a dirty 20, you're gonna not be able to, you're gonna see that you can kind of move the like door up a little bit but that there's like a lock mechanism in place so that it can't go any farther than like a foot like 
You could probably wedge your foot in there, but if you let go of it. Is the lock on, like, do the doors shut like this, or do they, like, open, like, where I can see all the mechanism in the hallway? So, like, where's the hardware? Is it on the other side of the door? No, the lock is in the ceiling, so it's a lock, like a click, um, it's like a technological lock. So you're telling me this door just comes straight down out of the, this is all I need to know. It just comes straight down and straight up. It doesn't, like, work like a regular garage door. No. Okay. I would like to try and force it open upwards. Full on deadlift. Okay. I mean, yeah? <laughs> go ahead, try. Yeah? <laughs> athletics? Yeah, athletics. Cool, I have a plus eight to that. God damn it, that is an eight. Cal is taking L after L today. How long do y'all think you try to open up these doors? Ness makes that investigation check and that's it. Valid, fair. Emerald puts no time into it. Emerald just witnesses all of this happening. Cal is trying to open this door the entire time. After hitting her head against it and being thoroughly, like, thrown out of wild shape, she is upset. She is anger. And this door will hear her roar. Even though she fails to lift it open. This door will hear her roar. So, Astrid is going to cast animate, like animating performance, I guess you would call it. And she's going to try to, I guess, make the door alive so she can talk to it and tell it what to do. I don't know how to explain that better than that. So, yeah, that's what she's going to do. And then she'll just, like, slap the door and it comes to life. Yeah, I I think honestly, uh, Astrid just smacks like the middle of the door, and the way that the um the spell language is crunchy. Yes, the door it's just a regular locking mechanism, and uh, essentially it kind of just works as a higher leveled version of knock which unlocks any door or magical lock so yeah i you're just gonna yeah i'm gonna unlock it and be like open i don't know open sesame Emerald's just watching this happen and like watches this like really good idea, but then Astrid just says open sesame and emerald's just looking like what <laughs> and the door the door unlocks and it raises up uh, just as quickly as it came down. And you are, you know, none of the other door. It's not like a all at once kind of thing. They each have their own. So the door opens and, you know, you see the same area that you kind of said saw before where there's like that little uh, square part towards the back of the room that is going to lift you guys up onto the stage. So there's a platform with like a tiny little accessibility ramp that you can like get onto. And your soup. Yes. Too soup. Soup. You watch, and I'm assuming Emerald and Billy are right behind you, come into this tiny room, um, or like take like a closer step, and just the amount of mm-hmm. uh, like cords and like spare drumsticks and microphones just sort of culminate and start to swirl the bottom floor of the room and start to pick up pace honestly very quickly too as well there's like fog coming off of it it drops and in front of you is like the weirdest pseudo skeleton that has like a chest of an electrical amp and just like drumsticks woven into electrical cords as arms and it's just turning and like 
staring at you. And I feel like that's maybe where we should like end the episodes. Okay. My God, I hate that monster. Are we still on FaceTime before we end this episode? I feel like in the last thing Ashton would be saying is like, ta-da! And then that happens. All you hear is Ness go, what? Would you believe me if I told you Shalita actually cut herself off on purpose like that? <laughs> We're now officially halfway through the season, so if you're not following us on social media over on Instagram at Double D20s Podcast and on TikTok and Twitter at Double D20s, you're missing out on all the fun content we have there for you. Want to see this episode's infamous map and decide for yourself whether it says setup or soup? It says setup. Then head on over to our Patreon and check it out at the $5 tier and above. That's patreon.com slash WD20s podcast at the $5 tier and above so you can get copies of maps and PC sheets and more. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week.